This episode of Polyglotism will continue with our focus on Portuguese verbs, and here I'm going to be working with the Portuguese verb uh, acetar, uh, which is to hit, and uh, for listeners conversant in uh, French, Dutch, German, Italian, Norwegian, Swedish, Danish, and Spanish, there will be translations and spellings for you as well, so folks uh, can make the connections that they want to make to learn what they want to learn. And I'll be proceeding by person and number, right? So you have first person singular, second person singular, third person singular, she hits, he hits, it hits, overturned Citizens United, uh, because uh, a corporation uh, is not a person. And now that I've hit that, uh, first person plural, and then third person plural. Uh, so Portuguese speakers, uh, you'll take us away here. You know that we're working with acerto, I believe, spelled A-C-E-R-T-O. Uh, French speakers translate the Portuguese to the French. is going to be frappe, spelled F. R-A-P-P-E. Uh, Dutch speakers translate the French to the Dutch. It's going to be test spelled uh, T-R-E-F, uh, I believe. Uh, German speakers translate the Dutch to the German. It's going to be Schlager, spelled S-C-H-L-A-G-E. Uh, Italian folks translate the German to the Italian. It's going to be Copisco, uh, uh, I believe, spelled C-O-L-P-I-S-C-O. And for our Norwegian, Swedish, and Danish speakers, you're working with uh, Slar. Uh, Drabar and Slar, respectively, right? Spelled S-L-A-R-G-R-A-B-B-A-R and S-L-A-R. First and last time that you get this spelling for me for these three languages, but I'll be giving you the pronunciation again and again to hammer home that concept. Now let's go second person singular. And our Portuguese speakers, uh, you're working with Acerta, spelled A-C-E-R-T-A-S, I believe. Uh, Italian speakers translate the Portuguese to Italian. That's going to be uh, Colpisi. Uh, spelled C-O-L-P-I-S-C-I. French speakers translate uh, the uh, Italian to the French. It's going to be uh, uh, frappe. Spelled F-R-A-P-P-E-S. S is silent. Dutch speakers translate the French to the Dutch. It's going to be uh, teft, I believe. Spelled T-R-E-F-T. Uh, German speakers translate the Dutch to the German. It's going to be Schlagers. Spelled S-C-H-L-A-G-S-T, I believe. Might be wrong on that. And for Norwegian, Swedish, and Danish folks, you have Slar, Drabar, and Slur, respectively. Uh, third person, singular, right? So uh, she hits, he hits, it hits, overturned Citizens United uh, because corporations are not people. And what what are we working with there in Portuguese? It's going to be uh, Acerta, I believe, spelled A-C-E-R-T-A. French speakers translate the Portuguese to the French. It's going to be frappe again, spelled exactly as the first person singular appears. Dutch speakers translate the French to the Dutch. It's going to be uh, uh, teft, exactly as the second person singular appears. Uh, German speakers translate the Dutch to the German. It's going to be uh, schlager, spelled S-C-H-L-A-G-T, I believe. And for our Italian folks, translate the German to the Italian. It's going to be uh, colpice, spelled C-O-L-P-I-S-C-E. Uh, Norwegian, Swedish, and Danish folks, you're working with slar, drabar, and slur, respectively. Uh, first person, plural, in Portuguese, right? So we hit, uh, what is that going to be? That's going to be uh, acertamos, at least, but A-C-E-R-T-A-M-O-S. Uh, Italian folks translate the Portuguese to the Italian. It's going to be copiamos, but C-O-L-P-I-A-M-O. French folks translate the Italian to the French. It's going to be... Uh, Frappon, spelled F-R-A-P-P-O-N-S. Uh, Dutch and German folks, you're working with your infinitives again, so what are those? It's going to be uh, Tefe and uh, Schlagern, right? Spelled T-R-E-F-F-E-N and S-C-H-L-A-G-E-N. And for Norwegian, Swedish, and Danish folks, you have Slar, Drabar, and Slur, respectively. Third person, uh, plural, so uh, they hit...
It's going to be Acerto, in Portuguese, I believe, spelled A-C-E-R-T-A-M. French folks translate the Portuguese to the French. It's going to be Frappe, spelled F-R-A-P-P-E-N-T. Dutch and German folks, you have your infinitives again, so that's going to be uh, uh, Tefe and uh, uh, Schlagern. Schlagern, yeah, Schlagern. Uh, I had to roll that S there. <laughs> Schlagern. Uh, uh, Italian folks, we're working with uh, Colpiscono, spelled a C-O-L-P-I-S-C-O-N-O. And for Norwegian, Swedish, and Danish friends, you have Slar, Drabar, and Slur, respectively. Uh, Spanish, I think the infinitive, well, I had to look this up, so it's a Golpiar, right? Like your, uh, like kind of, kind of resemblance to uh, hitting a golf ball. So you, I used, that's the way I used to remember it until I had to look it up, right? So Golpio, uh, Golpi, Golpias, Golpia, Golpi, almost Golpian, I think, right? Could be wrong. Uh, and uh, that concludes uh, this episode. Oh, hold on. L- let me look up the. Uh, let me look up the conjugation here. Make sure that I'm not wrong. Cause gotta get the Spanish right. Go be our conjugation. Gotta get that right. Can't mess up on that. What are we looking at here? Go be. Our. Yep, that's good. It's good. It's good. There's money right there. Uh, and with that, I'll conclude this episode of Polyglotism, which focused on uh, the Portuguese verb. Uh, uh, when we had comparisons to French, Dutch, German, Italian, Norwegian, Swedish, Danish, Spanish, and this episode is in English, so that's 10 for you.